podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We are in partnership with Blades Belong on Your Feet, the charity fighting knife crime with ice skating all across the UK. And we are in partnership with Hockey Art Co., the clothing company for you hockey fans. Worn by the best, hated by the rest. Zero Pucks Given listeners get a 10% discount on everything on the Hockey Art Co. website. If you enter the code ZP10 upon checkout, you'll get your discount on anything that you like from their website. So go there and check it out once you finish listening to this, of course. This is episode 42, and last but not least, we get to the team from the Thunderdome, the Milton Keynes Thunder. We head off to the uh, the Thunderdome for Milton Keynes Thunder. Um, they have a lovely new look. I love their jersey as well, <laughs> with the uh, sort of the green arrow up the middle of it. I think that's really really nice. They've signed some really good players. I love this link up they've got with the Lightning. As you said, it's been very public that they're mm. they're sort of saying to everyone, "We are one club. We are going to make this whole club work." And you did say on your what's current stream last last week. Hockey Day and MK. I love the sound of that. Let's have the women's teams and get the under-18s and the Thunder and the Lightning all on the same day. Pack that rink out and get everyone into it. <laughs> I think the, the thing with them, the thing with this link-up, and I think it, and maybe it's just the, the cynic in me having done this for so long, but there's been, there's been a lot of talk about link-ups between and, you know, de- whatever you want to call it, developments agreements or uh, affiliation, whatever you want to do. There's always been talk about this kind of thing between the Lightning and the Thunder, right? And there's been guys that have come up and come down. And what I find really interesting is just the sheer number of players they had on these sort of like two-way contracts. Obviously, Sam Russell has had to step away from the game because of his injury. We're very, very sorry to hear that. Mm. We wish him all the best in Canada and everything like that. But getting both Hamill brothers to commit to this is big for me. I personally don't really get it for either of them because I think they're both national division quality. Um, Cammy Hamill obviously stepped down and went and played for Solway uh, and, you know, did, did very, very well there. was very popular there as well, actually. They all really, really enjoyed having him around. Um, but, uh, you know, Carter played and Carter played last year in, in Leeds, um, which is, you know, he, he, he had a, he had a pretty good year last year for these yeah, two trophies. Right. <laughs> Twenty, you know, twenty-three points in fifty-four in fifty-four games, and now he's playing South One. I don't quite get it in that sort of sense, and I think potentially this how, is them how playing. How much are they going to play? How much? Are well, they this is the, well, this is the thing. I don't, you know, this is the thing. Maybe I think with um, I've, I think potentially you're going to see Carter playing up more than Cap uh, with the Lightning, but the. 
what I'm interested to see is if they've got a lot of these guys kind of rotating in and out. And especially as well, where you think that some people have sort of said, well, MK is just using the Thunder as a means to just cheat the roster rules in the national and have these young and have these younger guys. Well, Carter and Carter and Cam are young enough where they could be, you know, if there was an issue, just pull them straight into the roster because mm. you're not going to have a problem there with some of these bits and pieces. What I was more interested by, because obviously there's a lot of young guys, a lot of 2004, 2005 birthdays, whether it's the Hamill brothers, whether it's Cole McCluskey, um, I think Sam Purcell, I think he's 2007. Um, it's the older guys they've brought into this roster. Mark yeah. Austin from the bases of Buffalo, Julian Smith, out of retirement, Julian Smith is there to look after the kids because <laughs> I ain't fighting. Ju- I, 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 I talked the other day. Who's going to fight Brandon Miles? I think I've remembered the person who might fight Brandon Miles. Um, <laughs> well, I think Cameron Hamill had a go <laughs> this weekend. Just gone. Oh, he had a go. He, he had, had a go. go. It didn't go well. <laughs> I'm not sure if he knew that it was Miles when he went for it, or or perhaps wasn't aware of his reputation. But well, I think I think the thing there was is that obviously there's been a hit between him and him and James Warman, and the video. I mean, there's a little bit of knee, but it's hard to kind of tell how much knee. Warman is just not interested. It's not even the sense he like sort of runs away in turf. He's just like I can't be bothered and skates <laughs> off. And there's Hamill stood there. Gloves already down, looking for somebody, and Miles just goes, Wee! <laughs> yeah. I don't think Miles and... turns that down, does he? No, no, he does not. Um, he's not gonna, he's not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. And unfortunately, young Mr. Hamill had to look a few fists in the mouth yeah. instead. But fair play to him for having a go. I yeah. can't, I can't, I can't fault the, but this is what actually you get with both of those boys is that they have got effort and energy and commitment. And for them to be sold on a project where they're going to be playing Div 1 hockey rather than National Division, when both of them are more than capable of doing that, there's got to be something in this for them. And it's potentially we're looking at the long game here, which is some of those older guys at MK, when they start to move away, here is your natural element of kind of coming through. We talked about that with Chelmsford, didn't we? Who follows the Bartlers? Well, some of those older Mm. guys at MK, as they start to fade out, who follows in? You've got both Hamill boys, tailor-made, Training with the team, training with the team week in week out, able to step in. Guys are going to get hurt. Guys are going to, you know, have a, have other commitments. Well, these lads will be ready to just walk through the door, ready to go. The um, like I say, the only issue with MK was what we saw last Saturday in the in the in the league opener. Uh, they have a lot of bodies. The depth, the quality of depth, does not appear to be there. Unfortunately, no, I mean, that that result is more than fifty percent better than it was last year, though. I mean, a loss is a loss is a loss. I think is probably yeah. the issue there for me. I mean, losing losing twenty two nil like they did last year was was an anathema. It didn't mean anything. Like the issue is losing and losing consistently. And whether you lose twenty two nil or you lose one nil, you've lost. And yeah. I think that's kind of the the bigger the bigger issue here is that there's some good names and maybe they're gonna and hopefully they will pull out more results than they did last year. And I think they the, did pull the, a few out last year. But it was all at the beginning, wasn't it? And I think this was, was the thing we, the t- we talked about. We talked about this when they had, um, you know, Mr. Graziano. Who, yeah, they had Tommy Flat- Collin and Gareth Flatty, Flatty in, the, in the lineup, who, of course, went to Telford. They helped turn Telford season around quite handily, along with Rory Herman, who yeah. is now at the MK Lightning. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Tim Wallace pays attention, apparently. Um, <laughs> the net mining core looks really, really looks 
diff- is obviously very, very different because, you know, Vin- Vin- Vincent's obviously, I can't remember where he's gone. Is it Finland? He's gone to Finland. Yeah, he's yeah. gone to Finland. Yeah. And they've got three net miners in. Craig Bradfield, obviously, an, you know, experienced at this level. He'll be a really, really good guy to kind of, you know, I mean, how much they see of Dan Norton. I don't know. I don't think they're going to see a ton of him. I, you know, Norton is registered with the Thunder in, you know, to give him game time if he doesn't, you know, if there's a gap between him doing stuff. So, you know, the the bulk of the work for the Thunder is kind of fall for, but really, I think for for Craig Bradfield and and, um, and Caleb Sheehan. But you know that you know having a guy around like Craig Bradfield who knows what he's doing, and I think Caleb Sheehan is Caleb Sheehan is quite young, isn't he? Yeah, Caleb's a 2007 birthday. And yeah. having a guy around just to, you know, put your arm, get your arm, put his arm around him and just go like, it's okay. It's what like the bases like Buffalo are doing with like Dan Weller Evans and Morgan Parsons. It's a tried and tra- tried and tested track. And if Caleb is, you know, going to be the future, then sometimes the future needs a, needs a, a push in the right direction. That's what Craig's Craig's going to offer. Um, yeah. And Julian the, Smith there to do that for everybody else. Although I yeah, can't that, see that's him a very really young drop, defense. the gloves. Club. Well, sorry, and, and I can't see him. I can't see Julian dropping the gloves and explaining a black eye to his class on a Monday morning. Um, I very vividly remember his fight with Ralph Sassenis during the COVID years, and given the fact that he is the when you look at the uh, the MK defense, and I'm just reading this off of the Elite Prospects page. So with that, uh, James Bryan, 2005, Callum Burr, 2003, Charles Coney, who I saw play for the Coventry Blaze, he looks very uh, for the NHL side. He looks very good, but he's 2005. Luke, uh, Lucas Copeland, 2005. Ben Davies, 2002. Samson James, 2000. There is no player on that defence born in the 90s. There is a bunch of kids from the 2000s and Julian Smith, who was born in 1987. He is there for one reason and one reason. Well, sorry, two reasons, actually, if we're honest. It's to give the kids someone to look up to and to look after them. Somebody yeah. takes a run at one of those at one of those kids, there is only one outcome happening there. And it's going to either be a very stern word or a very, very stern something else from Julian Smith coming towards <laughs> you. No, excellent. I, I would like to think you say if they can get some of these youngsters for prolonged periods, because if they're in and out game by game, they're not going to be able to get a flow going through their lines and they're going to end up not really knowing what they're doing. But I think, if they can yeah. get them regularly, I can see them nicking results. Yeah. I can see them putting in performances, but I still can't see them finishing above the bottom. I'd have I to mean, agree. They could, they could push the Buccaneers, depending on how they go. They're obviously going to have to add numbers to their roster. We know with Sonny Phillips, he's not really available during uh, December and January, so they're going to have to find someone. No, it's hard being Sonny, uh... Sorry, Sonny. Um... <laughs> For the Thunder, I'll I'll be generous to the Thunder. Their ceiling is sixth, um, and that's if some that's if a few bits and pieces. You know, for me, if you're the MK Thunder, your goal is beat Romford. Find yeah. a way to get yourself past Romford. Get yourself into seventh. Get yourself a favourable playoff draw. Try and cause a bit of havoc, because the like you say the, the realistic answer here is their eighth again. Um, but they have, like you said, they've got, they've got, if they can get things going, if they can get, nick a couple of results here and there, which they will do because they'll find ways. 
And, you know, like if they have a game, you know, if Dan Norton plays a game, that's an immediate upgrade for you. Um, mm. Both Hamill brothers leading the way, massive upgrade for you compared to what some of the stuff they had last year, especially at the end. And like, and, you know, it's and it's not to be, it's not to be horrible about them because, you know, it's a bunch of kids. It's a bunch of young kids. Uh, it's, uh, and they're just, you know, then this is about bringing them on and giving Tim Wallace and the lightning a pool of youngsters to look at and pull through. Like, you know, Hayden Hager can be the captain, can be the captain who he wants. With all due respect to Hayden, he's not playing for the lightning. <laughs> like, that's okay. not where he, that's not where he's progressing. That's not where he's progressing towards. But this is a roster with the, with an average age of below 22. In, that's with Julian Smith and Mark Austin on it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's quite incredible, isn't it? Yeah, this is this is a roster built for one thing. This is game time. This is ice time. This is giving kids minutes and situations. It's about doing the best that you can and learning. No, no losses only. Uh, no losses only lessons. That's what that's what the MK Thunder are hopefully going to be about. And if the Lightning are really going to double down and really push on this development link that they've got with the Thunder, then this is a generation of kids who will hopefully only get better and better as they get more opportunities to do more things with more ice. And then they get, you know, and then the person who gets hurt or something happens at the National League level and then they get pulled in. And we've seen it, you know, like Tyler Nixon got his opportunities with the Lightning, Callum Field, massive breakout year last year for the MK Lightning and now almost to the point where you know if he'd left I think the fans would have been like furious with Tim Wallace that next player should be in that crop and I don't just mean the Hamels like there's there's kids in there that are going to be able to be the next Lightning player this season for that this season for this roster when we talked about at the end of last year like like do they need to step into Div 2 well the answer was apparently no they need to stay yeah. where they are, and this is what we're going to do. With this is what we're going to do with that. The Lightning are putting their money where their mouth is, for want of a better phrase. I don't like you say. It's hard to see the finishing above the bottom, but you never know. No, Hockey's a weird sport. Know, like I say, yeah. hockey and punishes the complacent. Do, it punishes everybody, I suppose. Actually, if you if you don't pay attention. No, I'm only getting hit in the head with yeah. a puck on the outside. <laughs> yeah, or a stick at Milton Keynes. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, we have gone through the entire Britain division. Uh, if you're a fan of one of those clubs and you've listened to us jabber on about it, if you agree, let me know. If you don't agree, let me know. It's all about opinions. It's all about uh, you know what you think about it. So can I just say a massive thank you to you. We've had a lovely evening together here. Our wives in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> well, rolling eyes, I'm sure. No, my my wife is incredibly understanding about what I do, um, but she she writes as well, so it's a uh, uh, she she gets it. She does she does get it. But yeah, like I say, this is a certainly last year. I think South One looked very much like a case of will anybody catch stress and probably not. Let's see. We head we head into a South One where I think it's much more open in terms of where teams finish the Streatham are going to be pushed much more than the last couple of years. And we are, you know, we're looking down the barrel of, you know, British hockey's in, in a bit of a sort of a state of flux. Obviously everything that happened in the summer, the national division kind of threw everything for a bit of a loop and South one kind of sort of trundled along a little bit. Um, 
in terms of its sort of big, no big structural changes or anything like that. Obviously, Harringay are on the horizon. That will obviously be for a, for another time. But I think South One has the real potential to be not just there and not just be a case of Stretton walloping everybody, but we've got a potential here for a competitive league, an exciting league. There's new players, there's new faces, new coaches, new structures, new strategies. Like, And that's not just to kind of pump the tires of the division because we're on a South One Focus podcast, but there's a lot there. Um, there's a lot there to kind of get your teeth into with South One this year. Um, that's not saying you should ignore the other divisions of the NHL. Get your get your hockey where you can find it, but South One's in a good place as we start this yeah. season, I think. And I think there's gonna there's a lot of there's a lot of exciting stuff to come. Um, I'm fortunate, I suppose, in the way that I just you know obviously a bad situation means it's happen it's a- able to be done, but I get the opportunity to kind of see it all a bit more up close than I had the opportunity to do so before. I look forward to be able to doing that. Excellent stuff, mate. And for for all of you that do want your hockey wherever you can get it. 8pm on YouTube, banners on the wall, the What's Current stream. Always an entertaining listen. If, and if I drop in late, I always say I'm late and I always catch up <laughs> the next day. It's like people, it feels like people coming around. I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm going to be here at six. Nah, it's fine. Yeah, uh, banners on no. the wall at wordpress.com uh, is the website for all the written bits and pieces. Um, it, there will be a batch report from every game I go to, irrespective of the division, irrespective of the location. So that's going to be there. That's going to be there this year. And yeah, uh, banners on the wall on... Uh, uh, on YouTube for the What's Current Stream, Wednesday nights eight. Every game across all levels of the national division, all five divisions, every game will get a men- will get a mention. Uh, and then you have banners on the wall on Facebook, Twitter's at banners OTW. Come and shout at me. The, the if you find me at a game and you want to complain about something I've done, I will give you the usual caveat. Everybody, buy me a cup of tea. Five minutes is yours. <laughs> Oh, you've gone quiet. Oh, dear. I think that was you. It probably was me. Yeah. So hopefully at some point we will cross paths this year. We definitely will. We'll we'll find a way way to make it happen. We'll find a way to make it happen. Don't you worry, mate. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Indita. This podcast is hosted by Spotify for Podcasters. It is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. You can follow on all the social medias. It's at Zero Pucks Given for YouTube and Facebook, at Zero Pucks Given Podcast for Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, at Zero Pucks Pod on X, and Ben Hyde ZPG on Snapchat. Follow us on all of those, and you will not miss a thing. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.